it has been a little while, Streakers. I have been on the road. And it, I, even though I recorded podcasts, because that's the streak, believe it or not, is to record a podcast. I haven't published any for a little while. And today, I have my favorite co-host with me. You're my only co-host, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> but I'm your favorite. You're I my like that favorite, Miss Jamie. And we are here to talk to you today a little bit about uncomfortable being uncomfortable and how I completely disagree with that. All right. So with that, let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. Today on our walk, on our streaking walk, which by the way, if we were to look at how many weeks, I was looking at this the other day, how many weeks have we done the streaking walk, um, walk or run, run. because it's not, it's not just the walk. Sometimes I run. Yes. <laughs> You're funny. Sometimes I run. You run a lot. It has been, if we look at the number of weeks since we started that streak, because that was the OG streak, 554 weeks. 554 weeks? Weeks. Five, 400. Sorry, I said five. I meant four. 454, 454. weeks. That's 454 weeks. So if you look at 454 weeks, that is, if we go 454 times six, because we do it six days a week, that's 2,724 days that we've run. Now, okay. they haven't been run consecutive days that we've run or walked because we don't run on Sunday. Right. But that's been 2,724 days that we absolutely know that we've run or walked at least one mile every day. So now if I take that, what was it again? How many weeks? 454. 454 divided by 52. Bump it up. Eight and a half years. More. Almost nine years. Because in March, it'll be nine years that we've been doing that. That's great. I mean, that that's you think about it. So how old is how old is Chance right now? Twelve. So we basically started this streak when he was three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just a wee little lad. Just a wee little lad. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing, and that we know that number. That's pretty amazing. That's that is what's awesome. I do love that. So today we were on our run walk. This one happened to be a three mile walk, and we were talking about this whole concept of. You got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. In order to grow, progress, or move forward, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I don't like that you say it that way. I know you don't. That's why I say it that way is because I know you don't like it. I don't like it. All right. So we got into this conversation. Because one of my favorite, I don't even remember what it was. It was a keynote something, but it was with Franklin Covey. And they were showing a video of Clayton Christensen. And another co-author uh-huh. who I'm sad that I can't remember who the other co-author was. While you're but telling the story, I will look it up because I know what you're talking up. about. I'll see if I can find it real quick. But he talked about this exact thing, that growth is uncomfortable. And someone had asked about something, had asked a question about that. And basically his answer was, look, 
You've just got to learn to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I, that, that resonated with me. Like and I, how come it resonated with you? I think because I have always looked at being uncomfortable as bad. Like I've, I think I've spent, and maybe this is a lot of people that I think I have spent a lot of time in my life trying to figure out how to get to a place where I could be comfortable. Like that is my goal is I want to be comfortable. And what he was saying is that we can get to a place of comfortableness, but when you're comfortable, you're not growing. Right. And so if you want to embrace growth, you need to get used to, you need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I liked that. I know you like that. And so I don't like it when you say it like, me, well, me, me, the me, thing, me. the thing, okay. So now can I tell my side of the story? Yes. Why it is that I feel the way that I do? And I couldn't find the author. It's Clayton Christensen paired up with someone. It's about innovation. It was, it wasn't Simon Sinek, find out, find your why. It was find out why innovation and how you start to do innovative products was where this particular content came from as far as the being uncomfortable being uncomfortable. All right, here's where- Get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. And here's where I look at it. I think that that turns people off from growth. In other words, it's like, oh, so I have to be uncomfortable to grow. I have to be uncomfortable all the time to grow. And I think that, no, you don't. Actually, you're uncomfortable very little of the time. Most of the time, we're pretty comfortable. And honestly, growth is comfortable in a lot of areas. There, there's some there's comfort. In other words, for example, I'll just give you for instance. We've been streaking for on our streak walk run for eight and a half years or almost nine years. I'm pretty comfortable with doing that every day. I'm not uncomfortable with it. I'm pretty comfortable. And it's a good thing. It's not that I don't have bouts of, I don't want to do this today. I am so tired. My body is rebelling against me. It's the two-year-old tantrum. However, when I look at it, for the most part, I'm comfortable with it. Am I challenging myself as far as keeping the consistency going, the consecutiveness? Yes, absolutely. But it, But it's not painful. It's not like... Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. And, but if and, you were pushing yourself to train for a marathon, say, where okay. you were pushing for a, a level of growth that you haven't had in a while, pushing past where you're right. comfortable, right? then you would be uncomfortable. True. I And I agree with that. It's the const, It's the idea of constant uncomfortableness that I disagree with. I, I don't think it's you have to constantly be uncomfortable to so what grow you're saying, or progress. So what you're saying is if if what's being communicated is that in order to be in like a growth mindset or a place of continuous growth, you're saying this communicates to people that you have to be uncomfortable all the time. Right. I, look I at can it see in where this... that would bother you. <laughs> I love the way you say that. I could see where that would bother you. Uh-huh. And why, and why do would... you say that? Why would it bother me? Well, because I would agree with that. If you, mm-hmm. if, if you have to be in this, in order for any growth to happen, if you have to be in a constant state of being uncomfortable, right? like no, the people that embrace that are probably not mentally stable <laughs> in terms of, this, in terms of being uncomfortable of being all uncomfortable. the I just time. Noticed. We got to put our book up. Oh, there you go. I what I feel right like there. I was saying. Yes. And so, and this is what's great about these conversations is that I have come to realize that both things can be true, even if they seem to be opposing views Mm -hmm. based on, 
what what spoke to me for that is that it is okay to embrace being uncomfortable. That that means that there is growth there. And and I I do believe that there will always be I believe that my continual effort to get to a place of perfect comfortableness is is not a good thing to be doing. However, you're uncomfortable trying to get there. <laughs> we also brought up. Do you know good, what I mean? Yes. I mean, actually, trying to progress to that place, you you do embrace some uncomfortableness to try and and try and get to that place. Being patient with yourself, allowing yourself mm. to grow and progress, allowing yourself to make mistakes—that's uncomfortable. Yeah. But it isn't an effort to get to a place of comfort. I liked the I liked where we got to in the conversation today, Which was though. Where? I felt like what we got to was being able to mindfully and intentionally look at where your where your comfort is. Like, yeah. where are you comfortable and are you okay with that? Where are you uncomfortable and are you okay with that? Why are you comfortable in a certain place? Why are you uncomfortable in a certain place? And recognizing that. Because we also talked about how often the uncomfortableness of things gets told in a story Right. that, that oftentimes the only part or the only time a story gets told is when it's really uncomfortable. And yeah. you, your argument in the discussion or side of the discussion was, look, I contend that we are comfortable a lot more than we're uncomfortable and that doesn't get equal representation. <laughs> right. And I thought about, it and I thought that is so true. If you, when we look at how often, so the story of, you know, having a rock in your shoe, like a little tiny rock in your shoe. If I had a rock in my shoe, that story would get told. But the amount of times that I have a rock in my shoe as proportionally compared to the amount of times that I walk without a rock in my shoe, <laughs> obviously, were, majority of the time, I don't if, have a rock in my shoe. Ever. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> not talking right. about it. Right. And so what you were saying is, is, this this idea that the the disproportional amount that we talk about the times that we're uncomfortable makes it seem like we're uncomfortable all the time when or in that actuality you have to be, or or that people that talk about self improvement and improving yourself is that you have to be uncomfortable all the time in order to have any amount of growth or improvement is just not true. Mm -hmm. There are times like what you said where okay I am working to do something more so than what I have in the past. And because I am moving past my my usual routine or my usual activity, there is uncomfortableness there. And I would expect that. And I think that's what you're saying as far as embracing uncomfortableness. Yeah, going into the situation saying, I am going to push myself to a place that I haven't gone before, and that is going to be uncomfortable. Right. And, and I'm going to accept that and embrace that. Right. I look at, so for example, to keep my streaks alive. It's not always comfortable to keep them alive. There's there's times where it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. and I do the bare minimum to keep the streak alive, meaning that I do the laughably simple part of it to keep the streak alive because for whatever reason, and we could list the number of reasons, sick, tired, not motivated, emotionally unstable, any number of things. I look at it and say, I really don't want to keep the streak alive right now. However, I'll I'll embrace that uncomfortableness to keep the streak alive. And I think that that is where you're really going with it and where I am too, is that there are times where you just embrace that and say, I'm going to be uncomfortable right now because I want to continue this growth in my life. 
And then there's other times where I will embrace something that is physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually challenging. And during it, I won't even, I won't necessarily be uncomfortable, but it will be stretching and reaching and growing. And at the end of it, I'll come away elated, enthusiastic, and motivated rather than like, wow, that was a real workout. That was so hard. So as you were talking, I had a question and it's not something we've talked about okay. before this. So oh, I am just okay. throwing You're it, throwing it out there. Okay. Do you believe then that there is like, should we differentiate types of growth? And, and by that, I mean, as you were talking, I guess in my mind's eye, I was thinking there are different kinds of growth. One is I am taking on something that I haven't done before. I'm putting myself in a new position. I'm as, as, as Whitney Johnson would say, I am switching my growth curve. I'm going someplace different that I haven't been before. I'm disrupting myself and yeah. I'm going to be uncomfortable with that. And oftentimes it, in these situations, the level of uncomfortableness comes from a lack of familiarity. I'm, I'm going into the unknown. I'm doing something I haven't done before. I'm not familiar with this. And that creates a lot of, wow, this is uncomfortable. Right. There's that kind of growth. And what I feel like you were saying is, look, we can't always be in a state that we're constantly putting ourselves in this position of, of unfamiliarity. We're, no matter what, at some point, we're going to reach a place where we're familiar with something. We've done it enough times. And there is still growth to be had in that arena as well. Like mm -hmm. you don't stop growing just because it's become familiar to you. And that's where streaking comes in is that the growth then looks different. I think about my streaks and what you were talking about, about some days it's totally completely comfortable to do my streaks. Like it takes very little effort and other days, sometimes because of things that have happened in the day or choices that I've made, <laughs> right. it is more uncomfortable because now I'm tired. And what was, right. I love what you say. What's laughably simple in the morning is incredibly Ridiculously difficult hard at night. <laughs> and and so that changes, but there's also like one times, of those streaks for me is the plank. Yes. I have to do planks in the morning because otherwise it's otherwise brutal, it gets brutal at by night, the nighttime. Yes. <laughs> so as I look at growth in, in my streaks, I have had times where I grew in that streak because I was doing something consistently that opened up an opportunity that I haven't had before or that I would have missed. Yeah. And so I grew in that opportunity, but it wasn't necessarily a similar type of growth as when you're purposely putting yourself in a new situation that's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, is, is there a place for differing, a differentiation in those types of growth? Okay. Yes. And has someone already written a book on this and I'm no, missing I don't out? Think so. No. I, so here's here. I'm going to use something that we use in the four disciplines of execution. I'm going to apply it to our personal, to our personal lives. So there is in the four, Franklin Covey's four disciplines of execution. There's a particular framework called the strategy execution framework. And it starts with the organization's mission and vision, the aspirational statements of an organization. And then it gets into the strategy. And the strategy is executed in one of three ways. You either spend money to get the strategy executed. You do the tasks and activities on a daily basis that are necessary to execute the strategy. Or 
you do a breakthrough result. You need to do something that is requires your behavior to change to get it. Okay. Okay. So I know that that's quick, but I want to apply it now to our personal life. Okay. If I put in the strategy box, the person I want to be, I have aspirational. I want to be a person who is a writer, a good father, a person who is religious, those type of things. If I have that, that's my, let's call that my strategy, what I want to do and accomplish in life. I can get that strategy done in one of three ways. I can spend money on it. And what I mean by that is I could go, so for example, if I want to dress nicer to represent myself in a way, I can go spend the money and get that done. There's not much behavior change that that takes. Clothing, something I could do. If I if I want to um, have, for example, a different car to represent myself differently, that's again, I spend the money on it or a different home. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is the spend the cash. And we all do that in one way or another. Okay, if I want more time, I may buy a dishwasher if I don't already have one. Okay, Those type of things. On the other side is the things that we do every single day. And this is where streaking operates, is it's the it's the everyday incremental things that I do in order to become the person I want to be. And those things that don't align with who I want to be, those are things that I'm going to push out. But I'm not going to push them out simply by saying I'm not going to do them anymore. I'm going to push them out by introducing streaks that are in line with who I want to be. So those streaks displace less valuable behavior. Behavior that I did have is now displaced by behavior that I want. Behavior that was is now was valuable at one time in my life and is now not. I'm going to do it with something different. In the middle is what you're talking about where things get uncomfortable. It's a breakthrough result. It requires me to put an enormous amount of focus, energy, and effort toward it. It is where a goal resides. That's where I believe a goal resides. A, a streak resides in the everyday activities or weekly or monthly, but the consistent consecutive activities and a goal resides in the middle where, like you said, if if I have a goal to run a marathon, I'm going to be uncomfortable for a while, mm-hmm. but, but it's going to stretch me. I'm going to move to a different level. Unless I'm a professional marathon runner, which we talked about this, Iliad Kipchoge, he's going to run several marathons in a year. And there has to be some easily. place that he's uncomfortable, though. Well, probably when he's breaking the two-hour barrier, that's probably a little uncomfortable. Yeah. It's said of Iliad, this is one of the reasons why he's one of my favorite people, is because he smiles in the midst of pain. That's Yeah. If he, if he's the smiling, more smiling he's doing, you know he's in a lot of pain. pain he's, feeling, yes. <laughs> he's feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you asked the question, and I'm right there with you. And by the way, this is all just straight off, off the cuff. Straight yeah. off the cuff. You asked the question, is there times to be uncomfortable? Yes. When there is a goal for which you're reaching and you need to put an inordinate amount of focus and energy toward that goal to get your breakthrough, then yes, you're going to be uncomfortable in those moments. However, that is not, if you live in that zone, you're going to burn out. You, you, will, you will not approach that zone again. And in fact, it's one of the reasons why I get so animated about people who just say, well, be comfortable being uncomfortable mm-hmm. all the time. Because honestly, that is not realistic. It is not achievable. But if you're looking at it and saying, you know what, I want to make incremental progress in my daily life. And there's things that I can do in my daily life, streaks that I can set up in my daily life 
that will allow me to get there, that's great. And most of the time, I'm going to be pretty excited and happy about doing those things. I use the streak as a tool to be able to motivate me to mm-hmm. move me forward in such a way that I'm like, ooh, I want to keep this thing alive. Right. Because in the in being the mundane of everyday life can sometimes be a demotivator. Mm-hmm. Whereas the streak can come in and be a motivator because I want to keep this particular streak alive. For example, go outside at least one time every day, write at least one sentence every day. Those can sometimes be mundane. But when I add the the streak, that gives me a competition to say, how many days in a row can I keep it going? Now the goal, something different about a goal, the goal I'm either going to win or I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. It's That's all there is to it. And I'm going to do everything I can. So for example, I had a goal to, write, to run a marathon this last year. I lost. I didn't run it. I got an injury. Didn't happen. However, in the same realm, and this is where I think streaks and goals really play well together, I had a streak and we just talked about it, to run or walk at least at one mile every day, even though I didn't run the marathon, I still kept the streak alive. And the and the place that I see for that streak is both on the front end and the back end of a goal in the sense that on the front end, you you can be consistent, which allows you to feel like you can set goals that you can reach for. Right. And then on the back end, whether you've reached that goal or don't reach that goal, streaking can help you to still be consistent. So oftentimes, and, and you've brought this up too, like a corporation will will put a lot of energy around a breakthrough result, go- result that they want to have happen. And they may reach that result, but then as soon as that amount of energy behind that breakthrough result is gone, people tend to go back to doing what they were doing before. Right. And, and there's a huge need to say, look, we, yes, we wanted this breakthrough result and we reached it. And it was meant to be a motivation and to show us, look what we can do. Like we did this and and let's keep that going. And to your point, maybe not at that same level. However, we can institute streaks afterwards that keep us at a very good consistent level that is attainable after we've had this push for this breakthrough result. I would ask rather than it just completely like, okay, I'm done. I'm not even doing it anymore. And so to your point, and one of the things that I look at is what is going to be more impactful, the result once or the behaviors instilled that get me that result again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And that's what I look at as far as our lives are concerned. I may get a breakthrough result. I may do something I've never done before. I may get to that place I've never gotten to before. The question I have is along the way, did you develop the behaviors that will allow you to get to that place again? Mm -hmm. And will it allow you to be more consistent in your life? That's why I love the streak is because it's about the behavior that I'm doing to get the result. And if I do those behaviors consistently, consecutively, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, that's going to get the result that you're aiming to get every single time. That's It's one of the reasons why Ozan Vero, one of my favorite authors, Think Like a Rocket Scientist, says it's the what separates ordinary, extraordinary from ordinary is inputs. The, mm-hmm. the everyday things that I'm going to do. That's where it is. Because then what happens is results become a consequence of your inputs. Mm -hmm. Again, and I'll emphasize this, I still think that there's a place for goals. I I, I still think that aiming for a goal, a breakthrough result, 
there's definitely a place for it. What I, what I would also say is don't forget that you want to develop the behavior that gets you that goal and that that's the more valuable thing. So then circling back to where we very started, what I hear you saying is that there is a place for being uncomfortable. Absolutely. But let's not displace the value that comes with comfortably doing those actions every day Mm -hmm. that also get us those inputs that are necessary, but not necessarily at an uncomfortable level all the time. Right. And and I want to explain why I feel that. I the reason why, and I may have ex- expressed it a little bit, but the reason I feel that is because I believe that people get that in their brain that I can only grow when I'm uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and therefore shy away from growth, shy away from the opportunity to do things consistently to grow, because Especially, they convince themselves that you know what, if I'm not uncomfortable, I'm not growing, so why do it at all? And especially because the uncomfortableness is more like you get more attention for, for being uncomfortable and pushing yourself than you do for comfortably doing your job every day, (laughs) every day. (laughs) But, but there is growth in that as well. Right. In fact, I would say that that's where most of the growth comes from. And if we're intentional and deliberate about what we do every day, there's going to be significantly more growth with that than the momentary spurts of energy that it takes to accomplish a a breakthrough result. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a breakthrough result. And I think you you articulate this so well. You say it in such a great way. There is not a high like that breakthrough result, that mm-hmm. momentary, that, that moment when you've broken through and you're like, wow, that was awesome. Even though I didn't do anything for months and months, maybe even years before that. And after it, I don't do anything for months and months after that. That momentary high, it's like a drug. I mean, it's like, oh yeah, bring it on. Let's do that again. But you know what? Let's not do that again for another year. (laughs) But even if you, you bring up a point that just quickly I want to touch on, even if you do continue to do that thing afterwards, but at a lesser, significantly lesser level, because honestly, when we're trying to get a breakthrough result or to push ourselves to a place that we haven't been before, Often what we do to do that is not sustainable forever. Like we are, we're we're literally pushing for a certain period of time because we don't have to sustain it. We're trying to get to this. And and then when we break through, maybe we may come back and we're a little bit further than we were before. Like we've pushed that line of comfort up a little bit. So Uh now we can do a little more than where we were before, but we always go back to some level of comfort. We're not living in this constant state of push yourself at that peak performance level all the time. The people the thing who- that's interesting though, is that even, even if you come back and continue to do it afterwards, you're still not getting that level of endorphins that you get <laughs> no, from. No, you're not. And that's one of the challenges that comes with streaking. And, and for me, like putting something off and putting it off and putting it off and then finally doing it, I get a huge amount of that feeling of accomplishment and and endorphins when I finally do it, Uh even though I may actually be doing less of it than I did when I was consistently doing it every day, consistently doing it every day. I actually do more, but because it's in smaller, consistent format, you don't get that same level of endorphin. And I think that that's hard for us. Sometimes we want to have that 
that feeling. I want to have that rush. I want to have that. I want to be able to brag about it on social media. I want to be able to put it out there and look at what I did. Look at my 75 hard, you know, I mean, because 75 is really hard and you get a whole bunch of endorphins, but to sustain that through time. And I would ask, this is one of the things I would ask too. Does it really change my behavior? Something like 75 hard. Does it really change my behavior? Now, if your answer is yes, great. I say, I say, go for it. What I've found most of the time is that it doesn't change my behavior in a way that's that's more valuable than what it was. Or you need something afterwards. You need the methodology that does keep that going for True. you. So for Which example, would be a streak, right? Yep. For example, a streak like, okay, I was able to drink that much water. And I say drink water, water because, because I had- it's like, what is it, a gallon of water or yes, something like that and, for 75 hearts? And maybe you can do that for 75 days, but and you don't want to come back and stop. Drinking, drinking water, but you're not going to keep it at that level. Right. So you set so what's a streak your floor? to what's say, your streak? yes, where, what, what can I do? Because what's the priority? I want to be healthy and keep drinking water. The amount has a place, but I don't always know that that's the priority as much as the priority being, I want to be thinking about water. I want to be drinking choosing water more often. What am I going to do to help me do that? I'm not going to do it perfectly all the time. But if I can increase my ability to do it more consistently, I'm making progress. Yeah. What's I go back to the model that I put forward before, which what what's my objective? Who do I want to be? Well, I want to be healthy and fit. And to be healthy and fit, I need to drink water on a regular basis. We all know that. It's scientifically proven. We're made up of mostly water. I mean, all of those things come into play. And so if I want to continually be healthy and fit, I'm going to drink water, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to take vitamins. Mm -hmm. If I want to be a spiritually whole person, I'm going to read scripture, I'm going to say prayers, I'm going to do those things on a regular, continual, consistent basis. Mm -hmm. Uh, if, If I want to be a person who's always learning, I'm going to read every day, I'm going to write every day, I'm going to read an article at least one time weekly, something like that. All of those things are the consistent, constant efforts that I need to put in every single day, asking myself the question, how many days in a row can I do this? That's who I want to be. Is there a place, a point where I can set a goal to do something in any one of those categories to push past some of the maybe limits that I currently have and I want to get a breakthrough on that limit? Yes, there is a place for it. Just don't convince yourself that that's the only, the only place, place growth happens. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Don't convince yourself that that's the only place that growth happens. Did I just have a Jamie quote? You had a Jamie quote. I love Woo, it. Yeah. There you go. And it's a good one. Don't convince yourself that's the place, the, that's only, the place only place that you growth can happens. Growth, growth happens within your everyday life and you set a streak to be able to do that deliberately, consistently, all the time. So what do you think? Have we completely beat that subject to death? I think. Or do you that, think we have another couple podcasts on it? I think it was great to, to. It's been great for me to look at this idea of being uncomfortable and and know where it fits, know where it's placed. Because, like you've said so often, life is filled with all of these different tools that we have, and understanding what the tool is, how to use it, and when to use it is extremely crucial in our success. And that's what I feel like looking at being comfortable and uncomfortable as a tool, knowing how to use it and when to use it can really help me to propel and get to where I want to be. So just, just in wrapping this up a little bit, how do I evaluate 
when, and this is a question for both of us, this is again, right off the, right off the cuff, but how do I evaluate when to use uncomfortableness? What are, what are some of the metrics and maybe not even metrics, but what are some of the things that I look at to say, you know what, I need to push on this one. I need to be uncomfortable here Mm -hmm. and use that particular tool. For me, it's what, what I look at is, for example, when we were writing the streaking book, I had to push past some, I, I had to be uncomfortable on some mm-hmm. days. I'm like, you know what? I've got to write more than the one sentence today. It's got to be several paragraphs. I've got to edit several paragraphs. I've got to submit this to the editor. And therefore, there's going to be some uncomfortableness in that going forward. I think when when I'm trying to accomplish, like for example, the streaking book was a project. Mm-hmm. Running a marathon is a goal. Uh, the, when I'm trying to push push myself in that direction, I think that's where I, I gauge if I, I don't know if that gave a real good uh, litmus test as to tell when I, when I use uncomfortableness, but I don't know. What, what do you think? I think that we recognize that we use uncomfortableness to push ourselves to a new place, some place that we haven't been before or some place that maybe we're not as familiar with. We're often very comfortable with things that we're very familiar with and uncomfortable with things that we're not familiar with. So when you climbed the 14er, mm-hmm. you had to push past. That was a physical aspect of discomfort that I had to push past. And right. And a mental aspect. Or embrace being uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. But with the very real intention of hitting a a goal, hitting a specific place, that was was uncomfortable. Yeah. So. I I see. It feels like you're into some way deep thought over there. No, I'm good. (laughs) No, I mean, like you're, you're really thinking about this question as far as. When to, when well, I do think I do feel a little bit like that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> like, that's where really you, you want to wrap with that? I, think, that's, yeah. that's, that's I was awful. like, that was not a wrap up. That was a let's get this thing started. <laughs> so, so maybe we attack. I that. thought I wrapped it up nicely in the great little package when I said so. <laughs> That's and you true. and you dropped your nice little quote about, <laughs> and then no, we're going to start another. All right, all right, buckle up, Buttercup. We're keeping going. All right. <laughs> With that being said, let's go ahead and end, shall we? <laughs> to wrap it up, I have one question. <laughs> if you want to learn more about streaking, you can buy the streaking book at Barnes and Noble, Amazon, or anywhere books are sold. If You'd like to give away one for Christmas, drop us a line. Let us know that you'd like to uh, give the streaking book for Christmas. We'll sign it for whoever you'd like. Just uh, send us an email at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at thestreakingapp.com or Jamie, J-A-M-I at thestreakingapp.com. As always. And again, we'll just just drop us a note. We'll we'll sign it. We'll need your address, obviously, and we'll send it <laughs> off to you. Um, if... You would like to really learn about streaking and find out what other people are doing with streaking. Download the streaking app at Apple or at Google Play. Jamie, you just saw the newest version of it that's coming out. Very excited about it. Yes, we are so excited okay, about this it. Is it Jamie's looks really quote. good. I'm not embarrassed by our app anymore. <laughs> I am proud. I am so proud of our app. <laughs> I guess you but you know what? <laughs> no, I didn't say I was embarrassed, but I did say that I am really, really proud of the way that it looks right now and what we can do inside of it. And 
how we can some of the new things is being able to share the app with other people. And there are some really like send them. cool stuff in there and mm-hmm. cool stuff on the way. Yes. Stuff more that we can't come. reveal right now, but there's still more to come. I mean, the developers and the designers have just been at work and there is some really cool stuff now and cool stuff on the way. I love that what has been able to be accomplished is that we are taking self-improvement. We are making it accountable and recordable and visible and now shareable. Which That's a really good way to say it. it, it there's a lot there yeah. that's really making that's great. it and, encouraging. And, it, and it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So much fun. But we'll talk about that more in the future. Again, download the Streaking app. Give us, subscribe to the podcast, pass it on to your friends, share streaking with your friends. By the way, in the streaking app, the one that's coming out, you can, if you touch your profile picture, you can go down to share streaking and you can share streaking. You can send it off in a text. You can send it off in email, share streaking with your friends. And by the way, that's just the start of what you'll be able to share. There's some really cool things that you'll be able to do as well, but give it a shot, share the streaking until we talk again. Keep on streaking.